0: Hi, everyone. I'm Allison Ramsey with the Empire Life Podcast. And today we are with Eric Fajardo. Uh, did I say your name, correct? Yes, you yeah. did. Yes, cool. And we interview entrepreneurs and founders from all over the planet. We're a conscious tech company helping entrepreneurs to launch their online empires. And today, again, we are with Eric Fajardo. He's, with, he's the co-founder of Leave Normal Behind. They're, an amazing community. I have so much fun tuning into their shows, and I'll, I'll hand it over to him to intro himself a little bit more.
1: Thank you so much, Allison, for that intro. Great kind words from you. Hello to everyone on the podcast. I'm really happy to be here um, and to share some stuff with you in this 2018. Before I start, just a little bit about me. I'm 22 years old. Um, I'm actually a senior at NJIT, finishing up my school studying Innovation and Entrepreneurship. Um, I've been an entrepreneur for about three or four years. Uh, I don't like to say entrepreneur, but business owner, um, running leave normal behind with my brother and being a part of different ventures like the fidget spinners, um, and different apps like quickie, which is a mobile application that you can FaceTime with, uh, celebrities where they are able, you're able to ask your celebrity, your favorite question. So I've worked on a lot of cool projects, worked with a lot of cool people, and I'm uh, excited to be here and help you guys build your tech empire.
0: Awesome. Thank you, Eric. So I want to dive right in. You, you mentioned that you're working with your brother. Can you go into a little bit details on what that's like to work either? Because we have a lot of our tribe listening that they may work with their significant other or mm-hmm. somebody that they love deeply and care about. What is, what is that like?
1: It's amazing um, because you're able to create something with people you really care for. And at the end of the day, you know, there's nothing um, thicker than blood and that's really what it comes down to when you're starting um, business with family, you know, like that's what you're getting into. Like there's going to be, there's going to be fights, there's going to be altercations, there's going to be things said, but you need to understand that when it comes down to it, we started this company for a reason and that can't get into the way of anyone's, you know, personal agendas or anyone's, you know, sensitivities. Like, it will arise, but we're really good at not, like, breaking the energy. So, for instance, like, a really good example, a lot of families get into arguments over, you know, not the biggest things, but it will bring up an argument and people will get really mad and people will be shouting, pointing fingers. And then there's always that one person who leaves the room you know, and that one person who leaves the room, and they break the energy. I'm out of here. I'm leaving. And once they leave the room, it actually is making a bigger scar and a bigger impact than anyone realizes because nothing was really resolved. Like, they're still feeling a little bit iffy about it. The other one's feeling iffy about it. So, what we like to do is, like, no, like, you can't leave. Like, we're settling this, closing this energy, even if, like, you need to force yourself to say it. Because even when you force yourself to say it, after you say it, you get over it. You know, it's like one of those psychological things. So we really keep that in the forefront of our minds, where it's just like we're here for a reason. Our indifferences can't get into the way for our bigger and greater vision, because it's even bigger than us. Like that's what we set forward. That's like what we signed. That's like why we, you know, we're leaving all behind on our chest. And then it's a real actionable thing. And if like you're struggling. Where you guys can't recoup from relationships, something that you might need to look for is not letting people leave in the middle of arguments and letting them stay there and really feel uncomfortable, so that's where the growth happens.
0: I love that so mm-hmm. to that I understand what you're saying because of your bigger vision, that helps you guys to keep your commitment mm-hmm, to
1: what we're doing to and it's like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, because they're normally you know just short term things it's like um. Just like little snippets and little arguments, little, like little like not jabs per se, but just um, something. Someone might be going through something because you got you have lives too. That's like really what it comes down to. Like I'm still in school, dealing with a lot of things as well as building a business. Rob's graduated. He's like full time, really getting after it. There's things that arise that he might just be like, you know, don't use school as an as an excuse or. And I'm just like, dude, I'm taking six classes or things like that. And then like, it might be heated where I'm just like, damn, he doesn't really see where I'm coming from. And he might be thinking the same thing, but really understanding that it's just like, all right, well, if this is our reality, how are we going to come together and overcome this? And like, it was really built and like developed from our parents, like just such deep, rich character, like you don't turn your back on family, family's all you got. Like it's really been ingrained in us since we were kids. We played on multiple sports teams together. So we've understood how to work together and like where our strengths lie. So we have a really good yin and yang. Um, Just like in corporations, there's like a lot of people who are like forward facing and then there's people who are like inward facing. So Rob's like really forward facing, big vision, meeting with high level people, um, is really articulate, can write, read. not to say that I can't, but it's not my strength. I'm more better at managerial stuff, focusing on the business, focusing on the community, building up our people, making sure that I'm like, in touch with our culture so that the opportunities that Rob brings, we can actually benefit from, because like, we have a good organization behind, mm-hmm. you know, Rob yeah. as our trailblazer. So you we, you've you're been gonna able take to,
0: that, uh, you're going to take it and run with it.
1: Mm-hmm. What, exactly. What, sure what is brought
0: in and, and nurture those relationships? Yeah, totally. I I understand exactly what you mean. And that leads me into the next question of, let's say, as as entrepreneurs or founders and co-founders, we tend to take more risk even on a Mm -hmm. daily basis than a lot of people do, like in a nine-to-five. And sometimes those risks make for, like, the next $1 million deal for the year. Sometimes Mm -hmm. the risks, though, don't always turn out exactly how we anticipate Mm -hmm. that they Mm -hmm. might. Can yeah. you go into kind of how we can deal with if they don't turn out exactly how we anticipate?
1: Yeah, so that's a great question. And I've had multiple instances where I thought I was going to make a million dollars. You know, I thought I had my retirement. I thought I was like, I'm going to be that, you know, 20 year old at the time who, you know, told their friends that he's going to make millions. I'm still young. I'm still in my 20s. But at the time, like there's like some big deals at the table. One that I'd like to share is with that quickie app that I had mentioned earlier. Um, we were looking to do something with a company called, um, I wouldn't like to say the name just to keep it private, but we were looking to do um, work with an influencer network that gets high CPI installs. And so this company has over 2,500 influencers and over a reach of 300 million users. And at the time they were looking to get bought out. So after my brother and I had come back from Australia where we were out there for five months being mentored um, by our first mentor, Jacob Goff, um, he had asked us to be his U.S. counterparts to an app development studio. So we we're like, great, we can now build apps. And now we have this partnership with, um, at the time it was Kevin Jonas and this gentleman named Steve Forkash, um, where we can get high install app downloads. So we're like, great, let's merge these two together and see what happens. So we were negotiating a deal upwards of like 70 to $75 million that we were able to put together because we had a vast network. So something like that, it didn't end up happening. Like, long story short, that's why I'm telling you the story. Yeah. Um, when things do happen like that, um, what I've learned is that it's not, like, opportunity missed. It's more so, like everyone says, that learning experience that you can, like, take from the deal. Um, multiple things, like, and, like, there's, like, a greater science to it, I believe, in the universe. Like, there's no way that I would have known even what to do with that million dollars at the time. Or like I wasn't even um, spiritually aligned to like accept that money. I'm also very like into my faith, into into like receiving and giving. So I don't think it was the right time for us to do it. So when those things happen, it's like kind of taking it with a grain of salt, water off your shoulders. Because what better is it going to do to keep complaining about it than to just move on to the next project? Like what are you going to do? Like are you just going to keep complaining? That's just so much more negative stress. Like the second it happened, I was like, shit. Okay. on to the next thing. Like, where am I? Like, where, what's going to be next? Or how am I going to bounce back to it? Is it always like so quick and so sudden? No, but you gotta, you can't get caught up into like those things like, oh my God, it's over. Like, there's nothing else that's going to come my way. There's no more opportunity. I'm never going to get this again. Like, that's like the worst thing that you could possibly do because then that's exactly what you're attracting. Like, those are your words. so.
0: Yeah, I totally head. agree. Yeah, keeping mm-hmm. a cool head, staying positive. How do mm-hmm. you stay positive within those moments? Because it's really easy to get super depressed. Yeah. I mean, it, it hits you hard sometimes. I love
1: that. Yeah. I'm like a, I'm a minimalist. I don't think it's that complex. I like to keep things simple because then that's, that's very simple in my brain. It's just like <laughs> input, output. You know, I'm stressed. Input, take. Three deep breaths, output, no stress. Literally, I take three deep breaths. I'm just like, my body's feeling it, and, like, you need to be conscious of it. Like, I'm feeling stressed. My legs, for me, my legs get tense, and I'm like, holy crap. Like, I feel like I'm frozen right now. So I'm like, take some deep breaths because what we do as humans, it's like low breathing. We're not actually taking... The deepness of breath that we can actually take if you have like a hundred percent breathe bar, we're probably only breathing like five to 10% of how much oxygen we can actually take in because that's all we need to keep living. So our brain is like begging for it. And then that that's when like all these bad and negative thoughts come in that you'll actually lose your cool. So I just like really small life hacks, like taking a deep breath, closing your eyes, I, you know, just detaching like just like real centering things like jump up and down sometimes like i'll touch my wrist this is a grounding bracelet this is red jade so for me it's like if i look at this i know exactly why i'm supposed to be looking at this this is a red jade i'm supposed to be grounded there's nothing that because that's that's the energy that's a force this is what this bracelet's made for there's no way that i could ever be anything else wearing this you know and then you're like you're right i'm not stressed This is all just like my illusion. This is all things created by myself. And when you can realize that, that's when you're just like, let me go now, create my reality. That's why like I wear this. This is also a fearless brace, fearless ring. It's like Koa, Koa wood. So for me, I'm like, when I put it on, I'm fearless today, you know? So like these different things that help me get myself in a state of mind, that's really what really helps me keep a cool head and deal with all these different adversities.
0: Yeah, I love that. Thank you for sharing those with us. I, I love yeah, those sure. hacks, all of them. And mm-hmm. I, I wanted to go deeper too. And you guys are providing so much value and, and having all these, nurturing all these deep, profound relationships within mm-hmm. your tribe. Can you give us a story that you had shared with me related to the cowboy hat and everything? Can you give us a story yeah. kind of that, that led yeah. you down that path or kind of showed you uh-huh. how, how you, this is a huge strength of yours?
1: Mm-hmm. So just like a small introduction, a little bit more about Leave Noble Behind, its mission is to help people become the best version of themselves by creating things that matter. And I truly believe that's done through accountability. So to reference the story and tell you guys a little bit um, more about it, when I was in high school, um, I was, my, my mom ingrained it into us to always do like clothing drives and different gift drives and Thanksgiving food drives when we were kids. And I just always loved to see how much it meant to other people to have other people out there put together um, an operation to get them what they need in time for these holidays. It like really put the smile on these people's faces where I was just like, wow, that is really contagious. These people are like, they really, really care about this jacket I'm about to give them they are really appreciative of it. And it's actually making a bigger impact of us sharing this experience. So in high school, what we did was there was a trip called the Appalachian Trip. And there was only a number ma- a specific number of juniors who were allowed to go on the trip because um, I'm not sure if it was like bus seating or like they wanted it to make it like special and exclusive because you had to apply for it. You had to, like, write a small essay and, like, why you wanted to go and do it. I couldn't I, I couldn't remember why I wanted to do it. It would obviously be different now than maybe when I was in high school, but very similar of wanting to, you know, serve and be able to help people. So I got accepted, and we went down to Appalachia, Kentucky, one of the poorest places. I'm, I think maybe the poorest um, city in the United States. And um, when I say that, it was, you know, really dirty, there wasn't houses for like miles on end. It was like one of those towns, like kind of like dirt roads, um, you know, abandoned houses, people, um, you know, just not like properly clothed. And you could really tell how much help that they needed. So like what we did as a school was we filled up three to four big ShopRite trucks with like food, clothes, toys, because it was right around Christmas. And when we went down there, a father that had came on the trip, bought myself and one of my friends a cowboy hat. I've always had a fascination with cowboys. I like to call myself Cowboy Eric sometimes. It's like an alter (laughs) ego type of person. We like to act and stuff too. So it's like fun. And this is really when it started. So I got this cowboy hat and I put it on the next day and I like felt different. You know, I was like wearing a cowboy hat. You know, people were looking at me. I was in high school. It was good. It was like a lot of energy. And when I do things, I buy into it. You know, like I'm all in, you know yeah if you have, if, you, if i'm santa i'm all in on santa you know if i'm like if i'm like digging a hole i'm all in on digging this hole like it's gonna be the best damn hole because if that's what i'm doing in the moment there's not, no reason for me to you know not be all in because then that's not it's not benefiting me digging the hole or me thinking about whatever i'm thinking about so on that day the people's reaction to me wearing this cowboy hat skipping around like showing love giving hugs to these people in lines these mothers asking me like hey you like my daughter like (laughs) like wanting to like hook me up with their daughters and like it was it was like a good it was just fun it was all fun playing games and it just really helped me you know build a good foundation of what we wanted to do with people behind and like being able to serve like really being able to like tap into people's geniuses and really being able to uncover and show them and really truly be their authentic self was it a little uncomfortable wearing the cowboy hat yeah you know when you do things like that it happens but that's like the growth so then you're able to then really take that and like invite other people to do it too and i think that invite is the most beautiful thing that we can do as human beings
0: yeah i completely agree thanks eric yeah and the also, before we hop off or before we talk about the gold nuggets, what mm-hmm. are some programs that you guys are offering right now for our tribe listening? How can they get in touch with Sweet. you about yeah, that? Yes,
1: so right now we're offering two application-only um, programs. So one is our L&B membership, which is $1,000 for the year. You get access to the one LNB summit for members only. You get access to exclusive merch. You also get me as your accountability partner for, four, for a full year. You get four quarterly calls, as well as access to 52 live streams, a bunch of other dope entrepreneurs becoming the best version of themselves and creating things that matter. And then as well, on top of that, my brother and I partnered up on an influence masterclass where we help you increase your online presence and monetize your personal brand, where we're going to be able to take you and understand who you are as a person and be able to make an extra 25 to 50K off your first and last name because we all have personal brand and we could all be getting paid for being ourselves so that's what we would do in the master class so those are the two things and you can reach out to me on facebook um just add me and send me a message say hey i saw you on the empire podcast and i'd love to hear more about what you're doing and uh, i'd love to connect with you and see how we can help
0: yeah. Perfect. Yeah. And I, and I love that too. It all goes back to relationships and when somebody yeah. and empire life is also in the L and B community mm-hmm. and I love you guys, everything you guys are doing and it, it leads to that network, that community that it all goes back to relationships and who yeah. knows who and like, and then what do you know about them and referral mm-hmm. based as like you, you touched on that with the referrals. Do would you like to say something more about the referrals?
1: the referrals for
0: for for anything that's been going on like how beneficial that's been for you within within your network like yeah
1: a hundred percent like just with so when you're able to like provide value and create a community um there's people out there that will talk about you a lot and they'll re-say what you say so if you're creating good content that helps educate people the chances are there's other people who are reading it they might not always comment on it but they're at least saying your name and over time that does something because then once your name is in like this circle and pool of people, when you're communicating with someone, you're getting to know someone, when you're that person that says, oh, hey, do you know Eric Fajardo? And you're like, oh my God, yeah, I do know Eric Fajardo. That's when you know that you're when the two parties who are just meeting each other, that's when you know that you're doing a good job because there's people who are now meeting each other within your sphere of influence that are talking about your name. And it only stems from providing value because why else would they even be saying, or even talking about you, you know, it has to start with creating good content, you know, finding a good niche. And I'm not saying this happens over time. It took us um, 18 months, you know, so it's not an overnight process, but we've just gotten really good now at being authentic, communicating, creating content and being people that are easily like likable, you know, there's just some people who complete assholes. <laughs> You're just like, why are you an asshole? Like, not true. Why you gotta be, <laughs> <asshole?" Like, laughs> be an asshole? you know, it's just like, you know, and again, like, I'm a minimalist. Things are not as, yes um, complex. You know, if you get like, I can just go into some golden nuggets, and, like, leave it
0: yeah, them. yeah. Let's yeah, let's go into so some golden nuggets to drop to the tribe them. that they can yeah, start. Sure. They can start u- utilizing immediately.
1: Yeah, one of my things would be uh, to develop a deeper, deeper relationship, like really understand who you are as a person and be fully authentic. Uh, so stay true to your morals and ethics. Um, don't um, hinge on what matters to you as a person. So if there's a deal and you got to make a deal with guys in black coats and it doesn't go wrong. Don't make a deal with guys in black coats. I don't care if it's $2 million. It's not worth it in the long run. Mm-hmm. And in the long run, universe will we provide that back the lord will reprovide that back whatever you believe in yeah. i don't care what you believe in if you do some act like that you will be rewarded because what you give into the world you will directly get out um golden nuggets like lead with love like something that i like to do when people are like what do you mean lead with love so who's one um person that who's someone that we all love if you have siblings, you definitely love your brothers and sisters. I'm sorry if you don't have the greatest relationship with them, but deep, deep down, you have, you have love for your brothers and sisters. If not, you have love for your parents. You know that love. So for me, when I meet new people, when I meet Allison, I'm just like, oh, my God, my sister, I love you. I, like in my head, you know, I'm, I'll say this sometimes, you know, it really depends if it comes out, like it's coming in, I'll be like, my sister, I'm so glad to be on this call with you. It's going to be amazing to chat and get to know one another. And it kind of brings this lightness to where I'm just like, Oh my God, I'm talking to someone that I feel comfortable with. It's my sister. And I truly do believe, you know, we're all the Lord's children that it's right to look at each other, like brothers and sisters. Um, And I'm like one of those people where like, I'm not, uh, I'm business savvy. I think it's really comes down to like business relationships and talking to the right people. Again, we have a really good message. That's why like, it's taken so long. This message has been developed over like two or three years um, doing different projects and then now finally coming down to like our membership and stuff. So it's really about investing into people. And that's something that we learned very early on. You know, the more that you invest in your people, the more you're going to get out of it. So we want to invest in people who are leaving normal behind hundred percent. And we need to create that portal for them to be like, I am not normal. I'm leaving that shit behind and that's who we give our time and attention to um, because you know, time is your most valuable commodity. And before I want to say one last thing, I would say, um, hmm, I want to say if you're not becoming the best version of yourself and creating things that matter and you feel that you're stuck, I want you to take a deep breath and I want you to ask yourself the question, if money were no object and did not exist, what would you do every single day to keep you happy, satisfied and fulfilled? And whatever that thing is, reverse engineer how you can do it. Yeah. That's how we've developed what we want us to do with leaving the behind. And that's the question that we ask ourselves because money is just something created by the government that has given value. It's free flowing and it's open to all of us. So long as you're, Providing value, you will receive that, and don't let money stop you from doing what you're doing. So start with it x out of the equation, so that you're happy and fulfilled with what you're doing every single day. Boom! (laughs) 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 Drop the like if I had one. That
0: was amazing. (laughs) Yeah. Boom. That is so true. (laughs) I completely agree with everything you just said, especially about the money is is always flowing and the energy. And when our cup is full, Mm -hmm. you know, and and even also if something was to happen that didn't turn out exactly how you thought it was, Mm -hmm. let yourself feel feel that. That's a huge part of it too. Is like your cup needs to be full so you can Mm -hmm. continue to keep giving.
1: Over and and over and over again. And for certain it's going to come. That's like the test of time, you know, that tipping point. Yes. You're going to feel like it's gonna, something bad's going to go wrong, but then you just push right through it. Because I forget what the law is, and I hate not to bring it up at the very end. It's like the law that what some, the things that will go wrong will go Murphy's uh, Law. Murphy's Murphy, Law, yeah. Murphy's Law is what it is. So it's like if you, re, if you know that Murphy's Law there, create a mitigation strategy, you boom, right through there. Boom. You know, yeah. Prep for it. Prep for it if you know it's going to happen.
0: Prep for it. I love that yeah thank you so much eric
1: no thank you i appreciate it it's been amazing
0: (laughs) okay talk to you soon you too Mm -hmm.